Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash specialoffer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash specialoffer. I'm Jared Waitley. Here's a snapshot of Monday, November 20. A weary nation saluted its triumphant cricket team in the hours after the World Cup triumph. I, uh, I, I fell asleep for the... Um... Yeah, after uh, three for a hundred, but I was reasonably confident. But I'll, I'll have to put it on my tally at work all day today. I've, I've got an Indian mate that we've been talking cricket nonstop for six weeks. I couldn't get onto him last night. I <laughs> call him. They, they went a little bit quiet, Nick. Yeah, it must have been at a reception or something. But I'll put it on today for him, so in case he missed it as well. Yeah, you thought silencing the crows crowd. It's at Adelaide Oval was something, is what happened last night. Is, is It was forecast by the captain and it was delivered by the team. It's a remarkable achievement. Nick, thank you. Greg's in Spotswood. Welcome to you, Greg. G'day, Jared. How are you, mate? I'm well. Yes, definitely a bit tired, but um, I've got to put my hand up this morning. I was um, telling anyone that would listen that these three fast bowlers were just not up for the one-day game anymore and um, definitely happy to be proven wrong. I thought they were fantastic. Uh, well-planned, well-executed, and then little Booney come in and just did what he did. And, um, yeah, Trevor said he's just a gem. He's a gem. But I've got to say, after 10 overs in each inning, I was definitely worried, but we just uh, pulled through, and I'm definitely happy to be tied, mate. Margaret's in Sunbury. Hello to you, Margaret. Jared, I I had the feeling I didn't give up the faith, I tell you. Even oh, I nearly dropped dead when they gave up the, the uh, bat, though. To go, uh, they decided to bat. Yep, yep. To bowl, I mean. Yep. I couldn't believe it, but uh, uh, I never gave up on them. I knew that they were had their, they were switched on. And Davey, I know he didn't make it with the bat, but he made 100 in the field. He fielded, he stopped 100 runs, I reckon. He was brilliant, absolute brilliant. Oh, I'll never be so proud of them, really. They, I kept saying all the way through the, the Indians' innings, we're going to win. Their run rate's shocking. Look at that, look at that run rate. It will kill that run rate. Yep. You wait and see. N- nobody believed me, but there you go. Proven right, I'm, Margaret. Proven right. I'm, I'm on top of the world. How lucky am I to be here to see it? Cheerio, fellas. Tim Payne shared the legacy of the achievement. Yeah, I, I think there is. I mean, we've been very lucky as Australian cricketers to always, since you know, since the early 80s, to have great teams. And it's just ingrained in you that when you go and pull that shirt on, you, you expect to win. And we know that our best cricket is always going to be competitive. When you look at the, what, what, what's happened last night, you know, a country of 1.5 billion people, their number one sport in their own conditions for a country of 25 million to go out and win it, it, it the numbers against that are just staggering. And um, I, I think last night actually gives this generation of Australian cricketers the credit they deserve. I think 
Some of the guys we've seen in that team last night that have won two World Cups now, they've won a T20 World Cup, they've won the World Test Championships. This cements five or six of the players in that team last night as some of the absolute all-time greats of Australian cricket. And, and I think over the last two or three years, they, they haven't got that credit. Your Steve Smiths, your David Warners, your Mitchell Starks, Patrick Cummins, Josh Hazelwood, Glenn Maxwell... There's a list of those guys that will be remembered now. And you've got to win big tournaments and World Cups to cement that. Um, but, yeah, th this team and this generation also, for me, now go down as one of the greats. They've been extraordinary. Um, and I'm just so happy for them that they now get the credit that I think they deserve. Robert Craddock assessed the magnitude of the victory. I think we've got to ordain that as our greatest coloured clothes victory. I mean... It's just everything. I mean, I can't find a game where the opponent was better or in better form. They had the top three bowling averages and three of the top four batting averages, India. Uh, a ground holding around 100,000 plus fans, a wicket doctored, India unbeaten. And, and, and you not just beat them, but thrashed them, basically. It was... That is the best white ball victory, surely, we, 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 we've had. And uh, it was an astonishing result. And Crash pondered the future of 50-over crickets. Do you know what, Jared? I was just thinking about that this morning. Where do we go from here? I, I, I think it will be good for it in the short term, but it will, will continue to fade. I think the relentless charge of T20 cricket is unstoppable. And the World Cup will be an every four-year event and, and where teams playing 50-over contests as that event gets closer. But we're just seeing this downgrading in 50-over tour. And the one thing I've got to say is, Jared, yes, it's been a great tournament, a fabulous final, wonderful semi-final series. But if you started a, a bilateral series between Australia and India in two months' time, it would just go back to being a little mundane, wouldn't it? People wouldn't care as much. But what made this special was that trophy, that silver trophy at the end of it that we, everyone was so desperate to get their hands on. These bilateral series don't have a lot of context and that is why they're fighting for their life amongst T20 and T20 is going nowhere. It's only getting bigger. So while it would be easy for me to say, Jared, I think this will breathe a fresh coat of paint on everything and it'll, and it'll spruce up the 50 over scene. No, I, I can't quite get there. Plus the final instalment of Oh No on the Racing Means Test. Who wants the O with an Oh No? Jeez, I'd love to start. Test. I'd love to start. <laughs> you like to start I've and finish. Three, I've got three oh, oh No's all? today. Yeah, Not The first bad. one is if anybody out there is watching uh, G Hall, Gareth Hall's Instagram, it's oh, starting to make us sick because he's he gets his rig off all the time. He's, <laughs> really? sitting in the, he's sitting in the ice bath, and I don't think he was getting as many likes as he was hoping. Oh. Parading around it. So then he really? so then because he was sharing Blame the, the ice cold, bath baby. over the carnival with J Mac. Oh, so then go. what he does is he he just tunes the camera <laughs> over towards James, so he gets a few more likes. So that makes me sick. Where, where do I find him here? Oh, oh, Gareth yeah, yeah, underscore yeah, Hall. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Get yeah, in there. Right, so anybody right. who's not Don't if you, if you want to be sick this me? afternoon, get on his Instagram <laughs> and have a look. Get his following well, up. You should go He's on the parading. ice bath. It might just be on the videos. He he loves the live videos with him getting in and out of the ice bath. Anyway. You yeah. should give them a wrap because yeah. you wouldn't be Lars, paying for it. Lars Ice Basketball yeah, Park. Yeah, yeah, you'd be nice. Now Cash the, for uh, comment. The second one for me is the tracks. I've had a lot to say. I've been in strife. 
having a crack at Mooney Valley and they've done the best they can. And I had a crack about Sydney too. And how can you possibly take futures? How can you possibly take all ups at the start of the day or the day before trying to pinch some prices when the tracks continually get dished up the way they are? I just think from a punting aspect and look, I'm not a track manager. I've got absolutely no idea why these things are happening, but you know, a couple of weeks ago in Sydney, we had a couple of nice run on horses. And the minute you pulled wider than sort of three horses, you just couldn't make ground. Uh, the same on Saturday. I mean, that horse salty air. Um, I know that um, Jared was saying that his 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 punting pocket is completely empty now. <laughs> no, after I that. own a good portion of salty <laughs> yeah, yeah. air by now. <laughs> I mean, it was just going to walk in, and you just couldn't make any ground. So look, I'm not quite sure what the solution is, but all I say to everybody who's taking futures just be very careful because for the for the novel punters that are sitting back I had a set of ratings on Saturday and once I saw race two I couldn't bet I couldn't have a bet at all because I didn't know whether my ratings had been done for horses that were going to be sort of suited by the bias so what do you what do you do though I mean in all fairness we're an outdoor sport and I, I will say honestly I rang Tim Bailey the uh, track manager and I said mate I'm coming on the show on the record he said what can I say he said, do you think I thought that was going to happen? 100% yeah. no. Yeah, Why did it? He said, a bit of extra wind and that. But he said, I don't know. And, I mean, these guys are not going out. And it played perfectly and, during the carnival. And, and you it know did. What? I agree. Tim Bailey doesn't stuff much up. Let's be blunt about mm. it. He's been, he's been a great curator. He, he's run Sandown for 50 meetings a year over winter. Just be careful of your pre sort of betting, you know, without understanding tracks. That's all I would say. Can I ask about an oh-no? Because yeah, I think course. it's the one you're about to get to. So Kieran Maher has been found guilty by Racing Victoria stewards of using improper language to RV's Executive General Manager of Integrity, Jamie Steer. So I have multiple questions on this front. He's been fined $4,000. What do you have to say to the Chief Steward to get fined? Yes. And Wayne, do you just have a direct debit set up? Because I've heard your phone manner. <laughs> So four thousand dollars for swearing. I, I don't know. I mean, is that a, that must be a new category swearing? Because I, and everybody that knows Kieran pretty well, he's the last bloke that would ever blow up. Um, he's. I'm not saying he's not emotional, guy, but he's very quiet, well, conservative bloke, very passionate. Um, one thing I do know that he was trying to exit through the, the racehorse area, the the cordoned off horse area at the races, which was about three metres from where he was standing with his um, beautiful pregnant partner because they were leaving the race course and they wouldn't allow him to go into the race horse. And when area. was when was this? This was at 6.30 at night. On Stakes Day um, Flemington? Champions Day. Champions, Champions Day, Day, yep. Yeah. So that was at 6.30 at night. You weren't allowed to go through the horse area until 7, but nobody knew about that. So he was trying to exit three metres away to go out to the car and they said, you have to walk 700 metres around through the back of the crowd and whatever to go the other side. So he rang Jamie Steer um, and put Jamie Steer on the phone to the person at the gate. And Jamie said, he's not allowed in. So I, I, I mean, common sense would prevail here. I think Alice is about six or seven months pregnant or something like that. Um, he and her had been in and out of that area most of the day, I would imagine, mm. with the horses. Um, so I, I don't quite get it. And as I said, look, he's a very... He's a calm, what did he measured say, bloke. What did he say? Well, I think he swore. I, well, I don't think there was oh, any think. verbal abuse. There wasn't any verbal yeah. abuse. It was just, you know, I can't... Uh, Have you been fine for swearing before, Wayne? Yeah. No. It's part of my vocabulary. <laughs> I've swore, I've, I haven't sworn on this show, but yes, I mean... Yes, you have. Oh, yes, no, you no, have. no, not on this one. And that's just a snapshot.
The full program and all interviews are available through the Waitley podcast. Subscribe at sen.com.au.